0: You're listening to the Cheer Biz Podcast, where we dive into the business of running and owning your gym. Join us as we speak to industry experts, business gurus, and discuss how we can take your passion and turn it into profit. Let's get to it. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Cotton, and today we are talking about the subject that kids just aren't as tough these days. Now, before we get into the episode, make sure you've headed on over to Cheer and Gymnastics Gym Owners if you are a gym owner and requested to join that group on Facebook. If you are not a gym owner or you're a gym owner and coach, head on over to All Star Cheer Coaches and Owners, where we have all sorts of great discussions going on. Lots of good advice. Head on over, make sure you've joined both of those pages. Also go to nextgenowners.com to learn more about how you can join the Academy and get coached by an amazing gym owner who is out there doing the work themselves and can help you grow in revenue, grow in members and grow in satisfaction from working in this amazing business. All right. Now, without any further ado, let's get into the episode. So there, I hear this all the time from coaches and adults and staff that work with me during the summers. uh, And I have high school coaches that come in and we have the discussion of just, you know, kids are not as tough these days. They, They don't have the thick skin. They can't handle the harsh criticism. They don't work quite as hard. They're just different. They don't have the same work ethic that we remember kids having when we were younger, when it goes back to that, you know, when I was their age, I remember being in the gym 20 hours a week and working so hard and doing all of these things. And it's, you know, it's just different now. We're in a whole different age where kids have cell phones and they have immediate gratification and kids are just different. And I always have the response of, Yes, they are. Just like every generation is a little bit different than the generation before. But are they that much different? What adult generation hasn't looked at the youth generation and said, oh, they don't have the same level of work ethic. They don't have it the same as I did. You know, growing up, I didn't have that thing that makes life so much easier. And now you have it. So... If you were to go back a little bit further, you know, me growing up, I had a television, I had a vehicle, I, you know, my parents had two cars. Um, we didn't have air conditioning in our house, but we lived in Oregon, so it wasn't super necessary. But we had heat, we had flushing toilets, we had all of these things. So growing up, I grew up a lot nicer than my dad grew up in Alaska where they had an outhouse. Uh, at one of the houses they lived in when he was really young in Alaska. Um, And that was when there was indoor plumbing, but they still, they had an outhouse. You know, they grew up listening to the radio. They didn't have television. So, you know, he would look at us and be like, oh my gosh, they have all these things. And it's really easy to look at the younger generation and say, they're not as good as we once were. And I have two counters to that. Um, But when we are talking about kids today, Right? Kids are just not as tough today. Here is my harsh truth, my Danism, my directness. We're the problem. We, as the adults, we, as the coaches, we are the problem in this circumstance. It's not the kids, it's us. It's the coaches, it's the mentors, it's the people who are leading them down this journey of athletics. I also just don't agree with that standpoint. I do think there are some kids who are. Uh, not as tough. I do think that things like anxiety, things like um, other diagnosed disorders are on the rise. And we could get into a whole other podcast about my theories on why that is. Um, I certainly think cell phones and social media play a huge part in the anxiety and the depression and those kind of things. I think those are absolutely massive issues for our youth. But I don't believe that kids these days are just that much weaker. And here's why, and here's some of my thoughts about why they might be weaker in uh, your impression. All right, so number one, if kids today are weaker, than any other generation. They're just not as tough. They're not as mentally tough. They're not as great. Then why today are we pushing boundaries that we had never dreamed about in the sport of cheerleading when I was coming up in cheer? When I cheered in college, uh, you know, I was the best male tumbler on our team. And I was throwing double fulls and I was working on standing fulls, but there were probably 10 to 15 guys in the country that were throwing standing fulls at that point in time. Maybe a little bit more. My number's probably off. But it wasn't a super common skill. Uh, you know, The most advanced skill we were throwing in stunting, like uh, a standard rewind was a huge deal. Uh, a full up to QP. Uh, some people were starting to play with double ups, but no one was really good at them. It was a lot of free flipping things. And now you've got collegiate guys. I mean, most of the tumblers have a standing full. You've got guys throwing one-to-ones, you know, one arm to one arm. You've got, uh, to hand skis. I mean, you've got all these crazy skills that we never would have dreamed of. And that's even in the high school perspective, even in the all-star perspective. If you just go back five, six years, there's that video of when, uh, California all-stars competed five forties and the entire world like lost their mind that they just did a full and a half around to one leg and they even bobbled a little bit and everyone was like, oh my gosh, that was so crazy. And now it's like, that's barely elite. Uh, That is just a baseline skill, you know, you need to double it. And even then it's like, man, you know, you got a hand in hand now, you got to do all these other skills. So why is it if kids are that much weaker, if kids are that much less tough, are we able to push those boundaries? Why is it that we have kids throwing these crazy tumbling passes and being able to do these skills that weren't dreamed about when I was growing up in cheerleading? The amount of female tumblers when I first started coaching that were throwing kick double foals in the sport of cheer were like next to none. And now there's numerous athletes that can throw kick doubles. It's still rare, but there are a number of kids that can do it. Why? Because the premise that kids just in general today are not are weaker is not accurate. Now, are there some kids that are weaker? Yes. Is there maybe a higher percentage of kids that are weaker? Yes, but there's a reason for that. And that reason is my topic number two, which is kids will rise to the level of expectation that you have for them. And unfortunately, our society and our uh, approach has been since the early 90s when we started to kind of get into the participation trophy mindset. Was that there was a relatively low expectation. You got rewarded for existing and for doing the thing, not for excelling at the thing. And so, if you have low expectations, if you teach kids that it's okay to make excuses, if you model the behaviors yourself, that is what you're going to get in return. That laziness is a virtue, you don't have to work hard, you don't have to do these things, then kids are going to model those behaviors because you're doing those behaviors. Also, I hear this all the time that, you know, I, if I could just get them to do exactly what I want, but the parents are the problem, the parents are an issue. Are parents a Good and bad influence on their kids. Yes, absolutely. I'm a good and bad influence on my own children. I don't, any parent who is honest with themselves, even if they think they're a great parent, knows that they've goofed some things up in their process of parenting. But the reality is, is that the average cheer athlete spends more time with their coach than they do with their parents in a given week. Because most of our cheer kids are going to school. And then when they get out of school, they're coming to practice at least three days a week if they're not a part of another team as well. And those parents are really spending two to three hours a day, maybe with their kiddos, uh, depending on if they work and if they're the ones driving them. So they are not actually having a disproportionate amount of time with their kids. And if you're like me, I can think back to when I was a young gymnast. If my gymnastics coach said something, I listened to that a whole lot closer than what I listened to when my parents were talking. And my parents were great. I was super lucky. I had amazing parents. I'm still very close with my parents. But I listened to my gymnastics coach because he was who I looked up to. He was my, like perfect person that I wanted to be just like him. And you have that ability to influence your athletes in that way, but you've got to model the behaviors. You've got to have those conversations. You've got to guide them down the right path, which brings me to topic number three, which is that if kids these days are weaker, it is because we allow them to be. We are the problem in this scenario. Kids are kids are kids. Biology is kind of that. Right, Kids are born and they know nothing. Yes, everyone has their own personality. I look at my own children and they all have their little nuances from the genetics that they have from me and Tori, but they also are their own person. My oldest is not super tough, or at least he wasn't. He's getting tougher, but he was mentally and emotionally weak. And there's been a lot of tough love toughening him up to get him to the stage that he is at now to try and get him to be a strong young man. My middle son is very tough and incredibly stubborn. And so he's his own person. My daughter, stubborn, super sarcastic, fiery human being, which you can imagine, you know, she has a dad of me, so I'm very sarcastic. So, But they're all their own unique person. However, if they are weak, mentally, emotionally weak, it's because we are allowing them to be. It's because I'm not parenting them in a manner to make them tougher and prepare them for the real world. And that goes even for coaches. If you are not coaching your kids tough, then they're not gonna be tough. That doesn't mean you have to be an a-hole. I certainly think you need to be really, really intentional about what tough looks like in your gym and making sure it is not abusive. It's not aggressive, right? You can be tough. You can yell. You can have high expectations. You can do those things without tearing a child down. You also can do it and have them know that you're coming from the perspective of caring for them, loving them, loving their team, and wanting them to be successful. So if kids these days are weaker, it's because we're not training them to be tougher. Because kids crave structure. They crave discipline. They crave guidance and guidelines, even if they don't tell you they want that. Even if they tell you they don't want that at all. People want to know how to be successful. People want to know what the structure of things should be and what they need to be doing to find success in what it is that they are trying to accomplish. And that comes through structure, that comes through discipline. With discipline comes freedom, as Jocko Willink would say. So bring that into your athletes' lives. You need to model that as a coach. Find ways to toughen them up. I was just talking to coaches about this this morning, which is why I'm, I felt like I needed to do a podcast. If you aren't conditioning, and I mean like hardcore, semi-questioning their life choices, conditioning your athletes, you're not making them tougher. They have to learn how to suffer through hard workouts to see the value of hard things to see the value of hard work. Uh, you Every once in a while, you're going to get that kid who enjoys that process. I'm kind of one of those weirdos who I sort of kind of enjoy the suffering um, because I like seeing the end result. Like I like the struggle to see the success at the end. Um, so It's Those people, though, are a little bit more rare. Um, It may be even a slight form of mental illness, to be completely honest. But those people are a little more rare. So you need to make sure that you're teaching your athletes how to be tough because it doesn't just come naturally. It's not just going to, like, miraculously, we're going to be tough people. All right. So continuing on with this whole concept of you know, how to build tough kids and kids these days not being quite the same. I really want you to understand that kids are going to be what we train them to be right? We need to train them to be tough. You need to train them how to have thick skin, how to be tough, how to take criticism and bounce back from it. And you also need to train your parents how to train kids to be tough and bounce back and do those things. And if you're not investing in both of those and you're not working as a symbiotic unit, you're going to struggle every single time. But if you can work together with parents and you can build that environment, you are going to find much more success in the long term. Now, as you leave this episode, if you believe that your athletes have gotten weaker or you found yourself saying that kids just aren't these tough these days, then I want you to evaluate what were your standards when you were a younger coach and the kids were tougher and are those standards the same or are there standards that you have become lazy about And then find areas where you can improve your discipline and expectation for your athletes and then execute on that thing. And I can speak to you very honestly. I can look at myself and go, yeah, I've gotten lax about that in the past couple years. Um, I've gotten lax about this thing or that thing. And young 22-year-old coach Dan never would have let these kids get away with that. And you know what's funny? The kids that I coached when I was 22, I think for the most part to an athlete think fondly of their time on my team, even though I was hardcore on them. And in fact, it is oftentimes the most hardcore memories that the kids remember and remember fondly because they went through something really, really challenging together and it brought them together to be a closer team and a closer unit they had a shared difficult experience that was structured and planned so no one got hurt or injured it was just physically mentally tough rather than being something that potentially broke them Um, and it is a very unique bond that those kids share all right As you leave the episode, I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you check out the Let's Talk Cheer podcast with Jason Larkins. He's got great content, great podcasts. You've got to check it out if you're looking for more cheer content. And with that, if you've loved this episode, share it with someone who needs to hear it. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's an athlete. Maybe it's a parent. But share this episode. And with that, we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cheer Biz Podcast. If you would like to be featured on our podcast, click the link in our description to apply. If you're interested in joining NextGen, visit our website at www.nextgenowners.com. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast to make sure you don't miss any future episodes. Thanks for listening.